What is up, guys? It is Dakota T. Jones for season one, episode one of my new talk show, Millennial Hollywood, here on AfterBuzz TV's Popcorn Talk. Make sure you don't go too far. We are talking all things entertainment with very special guest, Lindsay Shaw. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Put your pinky What is up, guys? It is Dakota T. Jones here on Popcorn Talk. Guys, we are finally here. It's happening. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Season one, episode one of Millennial Hollywood. Woo! I can't wait. I'm so excited. And thank you it's so much happening. for joining me. Absolutely. I'm very honored to be your first guest. Thank you. Where can everyone find you on social media? At Lady M. Shosters, at Lady Shosters. All right. Between the two. Yeah. And you guys can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Mr. Dakota T. Jones. Wow. Here we are. Okay, yeah. so I just want to introduce you. You are someone who's we've all watched growing up um, in front of our eyes from Ned's Declassified, which was a fan favorite of mine, and Pretty Little Liars to your more adult role in Timps, which I love. Watched oh, it. Thank you. Super uh, thank big fan you. of the movie. Yes. It was really cool to see you in more of like an adult kind of role. Yeah, more of a lady. Yeah, I love that. So anything from that, and like you're an incredible actress with a lot of love in your heart. I'm so happy to have you as a friend, and thank you so much for coming on the first episode. Aw, thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no, you're you're stunning, and this thank is thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. No question. Yeah, we are talking about popcorn today. We are talking about popcorn, the different uh, flavors. You know, absolutely. We, we've got kernels in your teeth. Exactly. So we're going to educate you guys on how to remove the kernels of popcorn from your teeth. Okay. Exactly. So let's get going on that. <laughs> Um, okay, so I want to kind of ask you a little series of questions before we get into this. This is an educational series. We're going to be, um, each week we're going to be talking to a different celebrity guest about their experiences in the entertainment industry, and then we're going to go in and educate you guys and give you guys some tips and tricks for everyone back home who would like to get into this industry who maybe don't have the resources that we have living out here in Los Angeles. Right on. So, first of all, I want to say, what was your first experience in the industry? Um... My first experience in the industry was, um, like, professionally just moving out here. Uh And then, um, you know, I started going to auditions. Like, I I went to an acting coach. Mm -hmm. And then I was referred to my manager. And then they referred me to my agent. And then I just started going on auditions. It really happened like that. Okay. My mom um, saw this dude in the apartment complex we just moved into in the exercise room. He was wearing the SAG after t-shirt. Oh, yeah. He's like, you have to come to this acting class. Jeremiah Comey. Unbelievable. Um, have been with him forever, but really meeting him just like, you know, set the tone for me. And then, yeah, I started auditioning. I remember, um, like a few months into auditioning, I got put on hold or got really, really close to the series and was shooting in Africa. Oh my God. And I was like so excited. I remember literally being on my knees praying Yeah. and I didn't end up getting it. And so that was kind of my first like. Oh, dang. Yeah, you realize this is a tough business. Like, this isn't all sunshine and flowers like people make it out to be. Right. And when you get that close, like, you just, like, you know, you just feel like the odds are in your favor. So, I know. you know, it was a lot of that for the first year and going to acting class. And so it was kind of just like a jump in type yeah, thing. Yeah, that's super awesome. Mm-hmm. And so what was the moment, whether it be in an audition or just like you personally, like by yourself, what was the first moment where you're like, you know what, this is something that I think I want to do and like pursue. And of course, like, you're like, oh, cool, I'm auditioning and everything. But what moment were you like, I actually really enjoy this? I was on the set of Ned's Declassified. Awesome. And I think I was probably, like, walking from set back to the school. Actually, it had to have been the first day on Ned's Declassified um, when we were starting the series. And I was 
eating a bagel, like l- literally a, a just this blueberry <laughs> bagel, like while everybody's like, okay, get to set. And I'd never knew, like this is my first time being called to set. And I was just standing around and then, you know, it started. We started yeah. rehearsing and I was just like, whoa, like, okay, let's go. And then like just... I realize these. This is my people. I, f- I love this place. That's awesome. Yeah, because yeah. it's so cool. Because when you're on, when you're a series regular, like you have been multiple times, you're able to, like, get a script. You memorize it. They change things. You block. Then you shoot. And then the next week, you're on to another script, and you're like, "Wow, all that work that I spent on this episode, that's already done. That's being edited. Now I've got to relearn everything." Right. Like that. Honestly, like my my dream is to become an actor in a sitcom. I would love that. A drama too. Anything like I'm a big fan of Freeform, like ABC Family yeah. Freeform. I would love to do something like that with them, but I can only imagine like it's so much work and you have to constantly be memorizing lines. And then sometimes at the moment they're like, "All right, we're going to change those lines," right. and you have to be able to do this. Like this is something where it's not just like anyone can do it. You have to be on your game. Definitely, yeah. It's just like a level of focus. The thing is, once 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 you got on there though, and like you learn. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Nah process like okay you get to set then you start rehearsing you know what you need i need my sides my yeah. in my hand i need to like have memorized this before or after so you you get a process and so stuff curveballs like that you know don't affect you so much right like after a while for you for those of you who are watching for who are watching who do not know what sides are it's basically like the script so yeah. like whatever's shooting that day they usually staple it together and sometimes they're little sometimes they're regular pieces of paper and you just have it all there everything is highlighted you know what you're supposed to do for the day yeah so i like how they do that because they kind of break it down to each day and you can kind of have what you're doing that day in your yeah. hand which is really totally. nice um okay okay so let's go ahead and get into this uh, we're going to go through some of the things that you've done and then we'll get into um teaching you guys more about the auditioning processes films versus television and all that good stuff so first we have ned's declassified which we have an awesome photo of you on set with some of your castmates i think that is one of those, the first times that I've ever been introduced to you as an actress. I think I was probably... <laughs> that sweater, man. Look how man. cute you okay, are. Okay, like, total disclosure, they always made me wear sweaters because my female parts were too big for a seventh grader. No way. No, for realsies. That's top stick on there, keeping that closed. No way. <laughs> so they try to keep it all together so that They way try it... to just be like, oh, there's nothing here. Okay. You know what I mean? They're trying to hide the goods? I, I, well, yeah, right? They're trying to get through <laughs> school, get through homework. You can't, like... That's right. <laughs> I mean, that was so funny. That is so cool. Yeah, I, I remember watching that show growing up. I was so little, and I would... I, you were, like, one of my very first crushes, not gonna lie. And I've talked to many people, including um, one of the engineers who actually works here at AfterBuzz. Like, you were, like, one of our first crushes, and we remember watching me, like, oh, my gosh, Moe's. Like, we wanted <laughs> to be in love with you, and we were in love with you. Like That we, blows my mind. I, I know a lot of people who have said that, actually, because when I, when I say, oh, yeah, you know, I, I do this little mini-series on my YouTube with her, or, you know, she's came into After Buzz, Popcorn Talk before, they're always like, wow, she was my first crush. And it's crazy, but you were for so many people. Like, what does that feel like? Um, incredibly flattering. <laughs> and, um, you know where are you now? Cause like I, you know, I, I could use a man. So if any of those crushes want to step forward, yes. I'm just kidding. No, that's right? seriously crazy to me. And like, I, I definitely take that as an honor. That's awesome. 
That's really, really cool. And now let's move on to 10 Things I Hate About You. Um, that's the next photo. You guys are too cute standing there. What was it like working with her, and what was the dynamic between you two? Megan Jet Martin, possibly um, just one of the most mature and wonderful ladies ever. Um, you know, she she was incredible. We, we tested together, and she's just literally... She, uh, she's like a little Barbie. Essence, yeah, she's, she's a little Barbie, and she's so on it, and she works so hard, and there's so much in that little package, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And she just, she was wonderful, dude. Um, I really enjoyed working with her. I think, like, our rapport over the episodes just grew and grew, yeah. and yeah. That's so fun. Possibly the best, like, one of the highest points in my career for me, personally. That's really cool. Yeah. That is so awesome. Yeah, I've, I've known her from, like, Camp Rock. That's when I first got introduced right. to her. Right. Like, the whole thing, her being Demi Lovato's rival. That was, I mean, she's an amazing actress, and I, I love that you guys got to work together. That's really awesome. And my favorite role seeing you on is on Pretty Little Liars. You've been in over 44 episodes, more now since you've yes. done, like, the, the ending of um, the series. But 44, Paige, all right. Paige McCullers, a huge, huge deal in the TV world. You have broken a lot of barriers, a lot of people... Um, like when I first watched, I didn't know what was going to happen with your character. You know, at yeah. first there was tension, but we find out why there's tension. And just seeing, we talked about this earlier. Paige kind of was in a broken place, and she was able to to kind of get strong, be herself. And then she still has things that she deals with, like everyone else. But she's a relatable character in the sense that she's a fighter. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, what does that mean to you? Like, what was the first? Like, what was the first moment when you read the script? And you're like, wow, this is going to be a, like a like an important character with a like a voice. Um, I guess I realized, I didn't actually know when I went in, it was a three episode arc at first and I, I could guess that that is where it would go, but it didn't go there to like the sixth episode. You know what I mean? So I, I guess there was one thought that dawned on me. This character is gay. And in my mind, I was just like, there can be no acting about this. Mm -hmm. This is so truthful I just recognized that there, I could not, I just, I had to go there. You know what I mean? And and that's what I really wanted to give it because, yeah, it just, I, I recognized that it needed my honesty more than anything. Yeah. And Which, I, it, you know, I try to give that to everything, but it was like, I've never experienced something where it was like that big of a social, like, thing right there, that representative of, like, stuff people were going through. Yeah. So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I, I know that. Um, I didn't know that it was a three episode arc. So you were you were on for three episodes. Maybe like the antagonist with her a little bit because you guys kind of were at each other's throats. Right. And then they just decided, you know what, this is working. And then they just took it from there. Did they sit you down and you're like, hey, we're actually going to make this more of a more than a three episode thing. We're going to, you know, keep you on. Were you thinking, wow, like really? They increased it to six episodes. Uh-huh. And then after that, honestly, they 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 just kept calling. Like I'd get a random phone call. Yo, you're going to, you know, they want to book you for two episodes here. You, I, you know, I would never really know. Um, you just but get it a was random just call a, and you're like, Oh, they want me back on pretty little liars for, for six years. That wow. happened. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Really? That's so cool. Their final 10 episodes are coming back. It's going to be intense. I know a lot of people stakes are high. People are, the fandom is a little intense. Like I, I'm a big fan of the show myself, but um, they're intense, and they they, oh, they yeah. have all these things that they have planned out that that need to be executed that in their minds. Right. And it's so funny because it's like I know some people are going to end up upset, whether it be if one of the main characters dies off, 
you know, something happens, like it's going to be intense. So I'm, well, I'm praying that everyone can make it through because it's going to be intense. But um, let's talk about your role in Timps. It was more adult themed. What was the contrast between that? Um, I think I have, this is one of my favorite photos of you. You got a cupcake in your hand and you're gorgeous. Oh, like that is such you. a great photo. What was it like kind of breaking out of the, I guess, more ABC family type of thing and getting to have a little bit more freedom in your role, if that makes sense? You know, it was so funny. I was actually at Pretty Little Liars the morning that day, and I went there that night to film this. No way. Yeah. Um, you know, it was... It was really intense, to be really honest with you. Um, I think, like, growing up and being a woman and, and sort of, like being that character being sexy being you know just a lady it was it it was a lot and I just remember like I maybe wasn't the most like pleasant person when the camera wasn't rolling you know because I would just I would get moody I'd, I'd feel anxious I'd feel whatever but I do love that film and I love how it came off and I just think it was a lot of growth I got to do it with my one of my best friends Grant Rosenmeyer that's awesome which was you know fabulous and yeah you know pretty hurts man like effort like that that that's what i mean like just yeah whatever you just have to really take care of yourself yeah and so i don't know that's kind of what it looks like i do in temps yeah no which, i i yeah. i i love the film i thought it was thank incredible thank you so much for no, watching yeah of course and you have a new film that you're working on now or is it coming out or it's a web series right oh yeah yeah hers in history that's so cool was that, that something you're passionate about so much fun yeah that was so much fun i think um, yeah, just like, I love her tone of it. It's very much sexual and relationships and it's just an interesting take and it's, it's open, man. It's open. It's out there. And I, I really resonated to that. That's cool. I, yeah. so I looked at the website, um, for the web series and it was kind of neat because you guys had these little voicemail clips that you sent back and forth to each other. Yes. And so on the website, it's very interactive. You can go and you can play voicemails from one character to the next and just hear what they're talking about. And it's it's amazing. She, Jamie, um, the creator, was she's so creative. Like, just I, I loved it. It was just a lot of creation, and yeah, that's awesome. I love that. And your character's name um, for that is it Karina? Uh, yes, Karina. Okay, awesome. That yeah. is so awesome. Well, let's get into let's talk about the auditioning process for those of you guys who back home maybe don't know how it goes. Basically, there's a room full of people who pretty much judge you in a sense which is sometimes hard for people sometimes not I try to make the best of it and go in there and just be like you know what these people are judging you but at the same time if you're nice to them they're there to be your friend in a sense too they're trying to help right and find the right role less than judgment of you it's more discernment of like who the character is that's true you know what I mean it's just like the only like discernment and judgment are big because discerning something does, does this person tell the story? Do they serve the story mm-hmm. as opposed to judgment? You're not good. Mm-hmm. That's true. You don't always serve the story. Right. You know what I mean? Some parts really aren't you. And I think we've all watched movies where it's a package deal mm-hmm. and you can like that, you know, the, I, yeah, the most deserving person sometimes does, doesn't get it. And what they, what they're doing is judging the story. Exactly. And how to and tell they, that. Hopefully. They, Right, they they have in their mind a set thing like this person. We kind of want to be, you know, this tall, like with red hair, and then they they kind of have this vision of where they want to go with it. Then they literally see maybe fifty to a hundred people that day, maybe more sometimes if and, it's a cattle call. And they'll all be uh, like not even that description of the character. They won't be like red hair or whatever. They'll see everybody for it, even though that's like right. what the breakdown is. And, and most of the breakdown is very specific. Like when I go into audition, I see. 
a lot of guys with the the brown hair swooped to the side, white, Caucasian, swaggy. Like, like thank you, <laughs> and like you know, like skinny, like you know, I kind of get that kind of vibe, and and that's what they put me out there for. But yesterday, I had this audition. Literally, I felt so overwhelmed and anxious because there was. Um, people from all walks of life, like they didn't have a set thing that they wanted this character to be. It's like they were searching for it. So when they do that, it gives them more freedom to kind of pick and choose who they want for it. But it makes it harder for the auditioning process because they got to see like 10 times more people for the role. And not only that, but then there's longer wait times. You're in there, you know, sometimes you're in an audition, you know, you're waiting outside for an hour and a half and you get in there and they see you for 30 seconds to a minute, maybe a couple minutes if they really, really like you and then you're out the door. Right. So it's one of those things where I don't know about you, but for me, whenever I go out, I have to, I mentally, I have to do it and then forget about it and be like, that was an amazing, fun time, but I've got to forget about it. Because if I sit there and go, they haven't called yet. They haven't called yet. Why that, haven't they called? That's not, like, I, I mean, that's not even why we do it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, of, of course you do it for the role, but the point is, like, the process that you're going through, like, you need to do this. You need to go in an audition. Like, if they call you, that's icing. This mm-hmm. is, like, your job. You go in there and, like, you give who you are, you know, and the result will come when it when it comes, you know? Mm-hmm. And the thing about auditions and wait times, timing is everything mm-hmm. in life, especially in this business. I usually wait out in the hallway because I can't, like, deal with my self-talk, seeing and feeling all that other energy. Mm-hmm. Um... You know what I mean? I just, yeah, you got to stay in your own space. I do power poses in the hall and walk <laughs> up and down and, you know, just really try to stay in my own zone about that. That's awesome. Because you can't really, I, I know a lot of people, they'll, they'll talk and stuff like that in the audition, like while they're waiting. Personally, I have nothing against anyone, but I have to kind of be in my own zone because, you know, you kind of getting your mind into the character. You're thinking, okay, I am this person. I am this person. Whether maybe I had something the other day where I was screaming at the top of my lungs, I had to play a racist and I was screaming at this immigrant. And of course, that's not me at all. So I had to really throw myself into this space and I had to sit there and like, I am angry. I am angry. And this is a technique that I've learned um, from my acting coach back in Missouri, Creative Actors Workshop. Shout out to you guys. You guys literally gave me all the inspiration and everything to do this, um, Mm -hmm. like to move out here and everything. My parents have been super supportive and they've pushed me to do it. And I just, I'm so thankful for everyone who has been in the making of it. And I'm, I hope that I... I hope that I make people proud, but that's a the technique that I use. I, I go, I am this person. I am angry, and it gets you in the mindset, and you're able to go in there and execute the audition more, if that makes sense. I, oh, yeah. For in my experiences, anyway. But I want to know, on a lighter topic, what is one of the most like crazy, like bizarre auditioning experiences you've had? Because <laughs> I will never forget this experience. Okay, <laughs> so I go to this audition. Right, it's for. A horror film called Zombievers. Oh my gosh, I've heard of that. <laughs> and so I go in, right? And I do the scene, which you great. And then he, at the very end of it, he goes, okay, all right. Now I need you to react like uh, a zombie beaver is coming at you and you're frightened <laughs> and scared. And I just like looked at him and I was like, okay. And in my mind at that point, I was like, the only thing worse than getting this would be not getting this like right? I wasn't even good enough for zombie oh. so I just remember being like ah! <laughs> like this little he's like look at the ground because it's a beaver I was like this 
is what's up. <laughs> oh my you know gosh. What I mean? That's incredible. Shout out. I mean, that's, that's a cool project, you know, getting it, not getting it, whatever. But I was just like, this is crazy right now. That is so funny. Yeah. That's, inc- that's hilarious. <laughs> well, I think my most insane auditioning process thing happened today. I, th- I told you earlier, I had an audition for Nickelodeon today and um, I... It was a great audition. I think it went very well. I feel like there's a chance I might get a callback for it, which would be incredible. But I had to... I did the audition. I did the interview process. It went great. I started to leave, and they're like, wait, can you come back for a second? I'm like, of course. I'm like, what would you like to see? I was thinking maybe they're going to have me read a monologue. Maybe they're going to have me sing again. And they did. They're like, yeah, we would like to hear you sing again. Um, Take this hula hoop. Hula hoop while you're singing. And uh, then drop the hula hoop. Take this ball. Try to make it into that trash can. And then do a celebratory dance. And so... I was like, okay, I've been trained in improv, so I'm like, just do it. Like, if that's what they want, they're wanting someone to let go and just do it. So I literally, I was sitting there like, this is the part when I break free. And I'm like sitting there with this stupid hula hoop, and I drop it, and I, I like, I, I, I throw the ball, and I, I miss, but I pretend that I make it, and I do this stupid dance. And they started laughing so hard, and they're like, that's amazing, great job. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, like, that's awesome that, you know, it's it's something stupid and silly, but the, the fact that I'm able to just drop everything and just improv it out and just take direction like that, like, that's, I feel like that's what they look for, so. T- completely. Yeah. That's wonderful. It was hilarious, though. I, so I, exhilarating, huh? I know. It's exhilarating, because you're like, this is odd, this is not normal, this is crazy, but I'm going to do it because this is what they want, and I hope I get the part. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just love it. But um, yeah, yeah, I want to know in the comments below, if you guys are watching on YouTube, let us know some crazy auditioning stories that you've had if you're an actor. Um, also, if you're listening to us on iTunes, make sure to rate us five stars. Write a comment on your what you like about the show, what you'd like to see during the show. We're going to have a lot of cool different segments, and we will feature your comment on our show next week. So yes. um, let's talk about representation for a second, because a lot of actors, they want to get represented they feel like they're not able to to get any roles if they're not represented i think i'm a big believer in you know representation is is a big deal because you sure you can audition for things by yourself but um for through me i've just recently signed on to a great agency called studio talent group and phil brock he has sent me on an audition weekly which is great it's i've never had that before usually it's been very spacey um so they're able to kind of get you into some auditions that maybe are a little bit harder to get into that that only casting directors and uh, agents and managers can kind of get into. So right. I'm like, I'm a big believer in that. But at the same time, for those of you who may not have the resources, there's a lot of things online you're able to apply for, like little films, Actors Access, exactly. LA Casting. Yeah, have you yeah. ever used any of those? Like when, as a younger? yeah, well, yeah, definitely. I think I'm still on LA Casting and Actors Access. Oh, cool. I've actually like gotten called from there. Yeah, and I feel like, um, yeah, you know what? I- I'm gonna say that Macklemore said it best. Yeah. Or wait, I'm sorry, Drake. Uh-huh. Everybody got a deal. I did it without one. In this age of like social media, literally, I, I think like, you know what I mean? You you can get out there. You know what I mean? Right. You can get out there. Representation is like, you know, it's a tough one, but it's it's like you can definitely put up your own content and yeah, and do that kind of a thing. Right. Um, yeah. I love that. And a lot of people who are wondering how to do this, you can um, if you're not living in LA or maybe you. You want to self-submit for some of the projects out here. Self-submission is where you put yourself on video. You say, hi, my name is blank, and I'm this many years old. Like, I live here, and I would love to audition. And then um, you send it in to the casting agent, and if they like you, sometimes, I mean, you pretty much have to do it on your own bill, but you fly out to to do auditioning, Mm -hmm. which I almost had to do at a young age. I was, like, the top two or three for a role on Disney Channel. 
Oh, yeah. And I was so excited. Like you said, like you, you feel like, oh my gosh, this is it. And then it didn't work out. But it made you have hope. Like if I can get this far, like I can do it again type of a thing. Right. So I'm hoping. But it's one of those things where auditioning is stressful. I think auditioning probably is one of the... I mean, it's fun, but at the same time, it might be one of the least enjoyable because you're wanting to get a role, to get there on set and to actually do it rather than and constantly trying to make people like you, like, hi, like, you should cast me. Well, yeah, yeah, and also, like, an audition is, like, there are no external circumstances that are conducive to an audition. Like, it's it's the most sterile environment to be like, okay, go. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no, like... I mean, the reader sometimes isn't even totally with you. So, I mean, for you to kind of pull that out, it, it's hard. Yeah. It's, it's like, very cold environment to do exactly, that. Exactly, yeah. And, like, self-submissions before I've had to where I've had to, like, do this weird thing where I didn't have anyone to read the other character. So I literally had to memorize both lines and sit there and, like, react to no one saying anything and then say my parts and then later on like while I was editing the video I like dubbed in my voice again and I was like the different character like sometimes when you're in this entertainment industry you got to be very creative right you got to like really try to to do what you got to do to get the audition on Ned's Declassified because we were all minors and we all had to have like a certain amount of time in school Uh if if it was if it was a turnaround on one of the scenes and somebody didn't have enough school you'd literally be acting to like a, a stand and a tennis ball. No they, way. they would have to go bank school like legally wow. and not not be there. So then you would literally you just be like talking to a tennis ball. No way. Yeah. That, okay, guys, that's impressive. Like when people say actors have it easy, it is not true. Like you have to sit there talking and talking to tennis and, balls all day. What the? I know. You got to like, like pull emotion out of a tennis ball. Like, you know what I mean? It's tough yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, we see you guys in the live chat. Thank you so much. If you guys are watching, make sure to chat. Um, Allie's watching What's Up, and Janine, what's up? And Jonathan Vitito, he's one of my best friends. Oh, awesome show. Thank Jonathan, you so much. Janine, Ali. <laughs> we love you guys. What do you um, want us to do now? Yeah, right. Tell us what you want us to do. Maybe, like, pat our head while we rub our stomach or something. Um, let's get into film versus television. Um, what do you think the main difference is, besides the obvious, you know, one is longer, or you have to tell a story in a, you know, a shorter time. TV, you have maybe a little bit more room to develop the characters and develop the story. Which one do you prefer? Um... It's not like a a preference type thing, I don't think. I think movies probably... Oh, none of the movies I've been on, but I think, like, actual movies take longer. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've been on, like, small, small small-budget films where it's really quick like that. The biggest difference is, you know... I don't know, I guess the... I I don't think there is a big difference, to be really honest. I mean, in, in the way that it's done, like, yeah, but the process is pretty much similar. I mean... It's the sort of the depth that you can get into in in a in a TV episode. You have you know one scene every week to like continue that storyline, as opposed yeah. to like you know it all together right there. I don't know. I think you could cut up a movie and make it into TV. Like Seriously, I just don't think though. that it's that different at all. A lot of places are doing that now. They'll they'll shoot like a long movie and they'll break it up and be like, "There's only going to be this one season, but it's going to be six episodes." Yeah, and that's a really popular thing right now. I know they're doing that a lot on Netflix. Have you been involved in any Netflix projects? Oh no, but I wish. Wouldn't that be so much fun? So much fun. Have you watched a series of unfortunate events? He might. Yeah, my me and my roommate. Rachel Cantor, we watched that. I love that show. I love what they're doing with Netflix because originally I was kind of like, okay, you know, Netflix is cool and everything, but they're kind of like a place where movies are dropped after they've been released type of a thing. Right. Then they moved it to where they have original content. Mm -hmm. And I think it's incredible. Some of them are better than what I've even seen on TV. I, yeah, I think like Hulu, Netflix, that's where it's at. Because they haven't been, 
uh, like, I mean, you know, big studios, they have all of these, like, things that they have to go by, you know, all these yeah. big structures in place. And these little, these little, like, da-da-da-da, they're like, yeah, right, right on that creative button. I know. I love it. I, I would love to be a part of, like, a Netflix series. Um, I love that films are a great way also for you guys back home who are listening. You can do these these films, even if it's, like, a small film. That's what I did in Missouri to kind of build my resume. And it's important to build your resume because... It shows you've been involved in things. It shows maybe your highlights, your talents, and all that kind of stuff. So if you can, I urge you guys to get into small films. Like, get your foot in the door. You know, network. You know, people who are who are there in the film might be able to, you guys network and you get on another project. Like, it's so much fun because I feel like so many people in the industry are, like, separated. Like, I'm doing my thing, you're doing your thing, we don't talk type of a thing. But then... I just love how films, it seems like everyone gets together, they're all there for the same purpose, and they kind of want to like be like, oh, maybe you should help me with my film here, and maybe I'll help you with, with your film there. Yeah. I love that everyone kind of grows, and it becomes like this little spiderweb effect where you know they do things over here, and then they may do these, and then these people might come back over and work with them again, and I, I love yeah. that, that aspect. Like You said you got to work with one of your friends, which was really cool. Yeah, Grant. Yeah, yeah. he actually like brought me into even audition for that. Yeah, dude, it, it's really all, you know it's a no-brainer. It's all about relationships, this business. Do you have a reel? Yo, that's what I was going to ask LaShonda. Dakota, I want to see the dance that you did today. Do, oh the, my do gosh. your victory dance. That's Shayla's mom. <gasps> hey, LaShonda. Don't they look kind of similar? Shayla is so cool. Yes. I know. We love you, Shayla. We love you, LaShonda. Hey, Shayla. You want to see the dance that I did today during the audition? Um, Maybe I'll post a video later, but it was it was intense. I need I need space to do the dance. It was kind of ridiculous. Can you it, do it wasn't like, like a sit version of it? It was more of like a side to side and like a, but it was, Ooh. it took up a lot of the floor, you know? That's kinda, what you got to do. I had to maximize my space and like, you know, do it there. So it, I, I don't know if you guys are ready for it, to be completely honest, but that's You're a little saying snippet. It's, it's PG-13. It's PG-13, but that's a snippet. That's a snippet. Um, okay. I want to get into the pros and cons of this business because there are a lot of pros and cons. I think that um, one of the biggest pros is that if this is something that you're passionate about, you know, you can kind of, there is drama and everything, but you're able to kind of hopefully set it aside and be like, okay, that's them, but I'm here because I enjoy this thoroughly and I want to portray character and touch people's lives. That's how I look at it. Like, what, what do you think the biggest pro is of this, of this industry? Um, the money. The money. <laughs> no, the, you know, the, the, the connection, just connections that you make with everybody. Like, Walking onto a set, man, like, I, I don't know. There's just, there, there really is nothing like it for me. Like, it's just such a family. It's amazing. I think, like, the biggest pro of this also is just expression mm -hmm. and, like, release and emotion. I think, when do we show emotion ever? You know what I mean? And I think, like, the fact that, you know, you can just be emotional oh, I know. Is, is huge. I love how you can just kind of escape your own reality for a while and be able to just be a different person. And it's not like I don't want to be so, I don't want to be someone else. Like I, I love being myself, but at the same time, it's super fun to be like, you know what? Today I'm going to be this weird guy who, you know, does this and oh, tomorrow I'm going to be someone on, you know, Disney Channel, Nickelodeon who's like the the cute kid at school. Like, and th those are all pieces of you. Yeah. Like the thing about acting is like escaping your reality, you actually find your reality. Like, in those scenes where I was crying with Shay and Pretty Little Liars, man, yeah. 
that was that was me crying dude that was me processing like yes it's in the bounds of the story and yes like i'm with shay but it's like that's that's my own pain right there mm-hmm. and i and i can kind of like let it go because it's not you know whereas it'd be kind of scary to do that on your own right. and it is when 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 you're on set and you just can just let it go it's just like that's that's all of you right yeah. there and a lot of people may think it's weird for actors to literally love to let it go in front of so many people. You've got, like, the boom mics people there. You've got, like, the cameraman. You've got the guy holding the thing with the lighting. Yeah. You've got everyone who's a character in there. Video the village. All, everybody's there watching monitors. Like, dude, it's, it's a lot of it's people. It's insane, but I get what you mean. It's nice to let go. And even if it is in front of a lot of people, it gives you an excuse to let go of emotion. Because you're all working for that moment between yeah. action and cut, so they get it. Mm-hmm. Like, all these people on set, man, they... All these crew... Everybody involved man is so emotional like they get it that's why it's so great to have such a camaraderie with the crew because yeah. like you know that you're going to show this stuff and you know that it's a safe space and like everybody appreciates it you know what i mean afterwards like and then you yell cut and you're like you're still crying and you're just like it's such a beautiful connection with all of these people yeah it's, it's a cool. special moment yeah for sure that's shared between everyone and everyone will always have that moment they're like Everyone sees what's on the screen, but then while they're watching this on the screen, they're like, wow, like, I remember behind the scenes what happened. I was really in this. I was a part of that. Like, I was in the atmosphere where that happened. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't know. Yeah. I think, yeah. I love that behind the scenes type of stuff Mm -hmm. that you'll always remember forever. Forever. Um, What do you think one of the biggest cons is of the business? Um... You just don't really know what's real sometimes. Mm-hmm. Losing yourself, selling your soul for... Selling your soul just, like, as in, you know, getting really caught up in, like, how does this look? Who am I? I'm God. I'm successful. I'm blah, blah, blah. Like, this ego mm-hmm. that you grow about yourself. At least that's what happened to me, and it's really, like... It's really a lesson for me. But, like, your ego, like, none of this is happening of your own accord. Mm-hmm. Everybody is, like, so involved. And it's such, like, a, be- like, great, I don't know, whatever, blah, 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 blah. I'm just saying, like, th- the ego that you grow. Because people are calling your name and saying, I love you, and da, 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 da. And that's the one thing. It's, like, I can understand respect for a character. I just, like, there's such, like, this thing where it's, like, I don't know. I, I, I can't, I, I don't really know. It, it weirds me out that people like, like love and have this reaction towards me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, it's, it, it, yeah, it's incredible. It's the, I mean, it's, it's the it's, work, man. It's the work. It's not even like me. Right. The work is so, so moving that people like will follow you and right. they'll, they'll like be there for each one of your projects and, and they can't wait till it comes out. And, and they're, yeah, like people on the street, I'm sure you get stopped. Like, Hey, can we take a photo? And you're just like, it kind of takes you out for a second. You're like, what? Well, oh, oh yeah. 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 And it's like, I really, I do appreciate that. I so understand like the admiration and respect. And that's what I, I've, when I see actors that I, I always go up to them and I'm like, oh my gosh, da da da, and sharing that with them and stuff. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. The ego is really difficult. Do you think that you were meant to be famous, or do you feel like you're one of those people who weren't meant to be famous, and, and you you were you are famous, but it's one of those things where you're kind of like, wow, I don't know if this is who I really am, type of a thing. Yeah, because just, just like what Amy Winehouse said, she goes, if you followed me around like with a camera. Or if I ever got famous, I think you'd find out that pretty much all I'm good for is making tunes. Wow. You know what I mean? Because it's like, 
oh, wow, it is so different. Yeah. You can go to set and feel like such a baller, and you can work all day, da-da-da. The minute that you walk out the gates, it's like, okay, now what? Yeah. You know what I mean? That was such a high over mm-hmm. here. Now how do I just, like, continue that or go on or, like, I don't know. It's, it's I get it. It's very That's strange. That's crazy, yeah. And I, I can only imagine just coming off of that high and then being like, well, what do I do now? Yeah. Like, I got to go home by myself? What's... Yeah. And, like, yeah. being, like, I don't know. Yeah. I totally, I totally get it. I, and also, I want to say, you have a lot of people who adore you and love you. And there's also the people who, it's inevitable in this business, you're going to get people who are the naysayers, the people who maybe root for a different ship, as they call it, you know, in, in shows. Yeah. And... Human beings are, are lovely and so harsh. I know. And that is, that's just my, yeah, wow. It's crazy. I, it's one of those things where it's, it's almost like one, people, are, they, they, they get so involved in a show and a character, and then they almost, some, some people believe you are that character. So then they will, like, spew hate. And I know you're, like, a, a huge advocate for anti-bullying. And I, didn't you recently work on a project for anti-bullying? Yeah, yeah. Cassie, uh, you know, Cassie Skirbo, I, I love her organization, Boo to Bullying, and yeah. That's so cool. How can yeah. people get involved in that? Um, Boo to Bullying, um, Twitter, um, go there. They always have events and whatnot, and you can follow them on Instagram, and they, you know, they keep it real up to date. I just did a video with them um, with a bunch of their ambassadors. It's it's amazing. Cassie's been working with them for seven years. It's It's really so amazing. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. I, I do want to say, though, it's one of those things where you guys have to realize that the actors are people, and they're not something that you should just... Uh, people hide behind their computers, and they send these tweets, and they send these messages. And sometimes they're beautiful messages, and other times they're hurtful, and it's like, what are you doing? Like you, I feel like the main thing that people need to realize, they need to find love in themselves first before they can comment on anybody else. And I do want to say for everyone who's ever even sent you anything mean, like, I apologize for them, but that's ridiculous... And I think you're an incredibly gorgeous and beautiful person. And I love Thanks. you so much. Thank, Thank you so you. much for coming in. Thank you. Yes. I appreciate that. Of course. I just want to say, we got this. All of us, you mm-hmm. know? And it's like, it, it's so hard because on Twitter, I always feed into the negativity. Mm-hmm. I realize sometimes, especially when I was going through like this sort of really serious period of it. And one of my beautiful, one of these beautiful people was like, yo, what? Why do you give attention to this? Why don't there's so many people on here giving you love? Where is your response to that? And it just really like it opened my eyes. So I appreciate that. And yeah, we got this, man. We're we're strong enough to exactly. to be to be loving and to like treat each other well. Treat and that's something respect, that I yeah. am learning and working on as well. Yes. They need to like realize everyone's in this together. You know, you may love a character, you may root for a different character. Everyone's a human being. They deserve love and respect. And I think it's incredible that, that someone like you is able to portray a character and then deal with the love and the hate. Yeah. I think it's an incredible thing. I think you're very strong for doing that. And Thank you. I know it must be really, really hard, but... Just because I take it to heart. Like, yeah. I'm one of those people who, like, is so, like, sensitive and, you know, I'm sure everybody does and whatever. But also the other thing is, this is a story unfolding Mm -hmm. just let it unfold this is why we did this for you right whatever your stake like what are your stakes in the outcome you know what i mean there's such an entitlement to like what you think should happen just 
watch. Yeah. Just watch. I know. It's like this, it's one of those things with this show, it's such a passionate, the fans right. are so passionate, mm-hmm. which is great, but they have to learn how to manover that in right. a sense. And I know channel that passion. Go exactly. to the batting cages afterwards or something. I like, know. I don't know. And I don't, I don't know who runs the, the Pretty Little Liars Twitter account, but they kind of have gotten themselves in trouble a few times. Like they, they will kind of feed into that and say things or say things about a character. I know Troyan was said one time, like that someone said about the pretty little liars handle, like that wasn't, that was not cool. That's a semi sexist remark about the character. And Troyan was just not having it. And I know that it's happened before too. I think one of the writers even said the pretty little liars, Twitter handle is not portraying Paige the same way that I wrote her. Oh, did Joe Doherty say that? Or did Brian, I think it was a lady. I think it was a woman. Oh, oh, that is so cool. That literally, that literally makes my day. Janelle, all of you. Oh, those writers are amazing. That really, I don't know. That that makes my heart happy. Just because, like, yeah, everything that was put into Paige, it it you know, it it was. I don't know. It, it, it yeah. was over. The it it meant a lot. Years. You know what I mean. It wasn't meant to be like vilified like that. It's right. a story. It's a beautiful, heartbreaking, delicate story between two people who are trying to figure out their love for each other. It's very delicate. Yeah. Um, do you think that the final ten episodes will, in your mind, have done Paige justice? Like, do you think? Absolutely. That I love hearing you say that because everyone is so upset or like passionate about oh my gosh I hope this works out I hope this doesn't I, it I, was one of the greatest honors and the only way that I could imagine like it was the most respectful exit it it really touched me and I am wow. so grateful that's I'm amazing so grateful. that just goes to show Marlene King knows what she's doing yeah you guys need to literally like you said let the story unfold take a back seat watch and just enjoy and save the last 10 episodes. Yeah. I totally agree. So I'm happy to know that you are happy with how the story plays out and your exit from the show. So, yeah. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Well, um, so you did talk about you have the web series coming up. Anything else that you have in the works right now that is coming up as far as film, TV, movies, web series? Uh, Nah, that's it. That's it, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. And then are you just going to, like, take a break? Just be able to... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a little breather, do me, like, get back on that, like, bandwagon, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's, like, a good just time to, you know, reevaluate. Yeah. You know? I think it's important. I mean, every year or every couple of months, you need to take a moment where you can kind of sit down and you're like, okay, this is where I want to go with my life. This is how this factors in. Um you know, I, I love that. I think it's a beautiful thing because most people are so busy and in the moment that they forget to take a step back and then that's when things go wrong. They need to realize mm-hmm. you got to take a seat and really realize like this is what I want for my life. This is how the business is going to be incorporated type of a thing. Exactly. And the yeah. business is not your life. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get a life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, where I'm like that, that's, that's what I'm working on right now. You know, I, I love this business or this whole thing so much and you know, just looking forward to whatever is next, what, whatever that may be. You've been doing this for so long, you deserve to take a breather. Like, literally, ever since you were young, like, as a kid, we all grew up watching you. And I think it is time for you to be able to be like, oh, like, I've done amazing things. I've released all these roles that I mean so much to people. Yeah. And I'm able to just kind of sit down and, and see all the love and take it for what it is. Take a breather. And then if you want to jump back into it, yeah. there you go. 
Yeah, just honor myself. Oh, thanks, dude. Yes. Yeah. I I, I love you so much. I, I am love so you. happy that and you guys have got to check this out. Um, we did a mini series for my YouTube. It's called the Lindsay and Dakota Show. We did season one. It was four episodes. We've come back for season two. Um, we filmed two videos so far for that. So you guys have got to keep an eye out for that. It's going to be so much fun. We did the mouth guard challenge. I love that. That was insane. Like we had to fit these things in our mouth and like try to say sentences. And we actually were really good we at it. We were literally stellar at that. Like honestly a little too good at it. It's it, this communication going on. Exactly. Yeah. And we also did a really fun video where we talked to fans. They sent in videos and we reacted to the videos and we answered you guys' questions. So that was so much good fun. Good questions. Lovely videos. We love you guys. Lovely. Thank you so much for joining us, and I hope that you guys will stay tuned. We're going to be back next week for Season 1, Episode 2 of Millennial Hollywood. Um, I'll keep you guys updated on who the guest is. But yeah, it's basically a place for us to sit down, have conversations that feel like we're just in your living room, and we're able to talk about this business, pros, cons, different portions. Sometimes we might be talking about... Um, like the, the, I know that one of my guests maybe wants to talk about the, the pay right now that Latina, Latino or Latinas are getting right now. Maybe they were upset with it. I think one person wants to come in and talk about that. We're going to be talking pros, cons, exciting things, Nudity, things that need to be changed. Possibly. There you go. <laughs> I just want to say great first episode, Dakota. You Thank are a you. natural kid. I love it. Thank you so much. Well done. I really appreciate it. Well, you guys, make sure to follow AfterBuzz TV and Popcorn Talk Network on all social media platforms. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you comment below. We would love to get back to you. And also, if you're listening to us on iTunes, make sure to do a rating of five stars and leave a little comment, and I will get back to you guys. I love you so much. I want to thank my mom, Michelle Jones, my dad, Eric Jones, and my sister, Kara Jones. I want to thank my best friend, Shayla Fowler, her mom, LaShonda, and I just want to thank my entire family, my grandparents, my cousins. I love you all, and I appreciate all your support Mm. in getting here, and I'm so excited, and I hope this just keeps going, and I I love sharing my life with everyone. So thank you guys for embracing this and tuning in, and I love you all so much. I hope you have an amazing day, and where can everyone find you on social media? At Lady M. Shosters, at Lady Shosters. I don't know which one. Check it out. (laughs) And you guys can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, at Mr. Dakota T. Jones. Make sure to keep an eye out for the Lindsay and Dakota Show Season 2 premiere. I will be tweeting that out very soon. We love you guys, and we hope you have an amazing day. Thank you. I love you. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.